I don't want that kind of power. Hey guys, Kat Stancic here with the Revenue Accelerator. Um, and we're actually going to be talking about power, Dusty. Um, <laughs> kind of introed in on that with, do you want that kind of power? Do you want that cap kind of power in your business? So I have with us today, Dusty Arab, and she is going to, and I know there's a joke there somewhere that this is her real name. A lot of people have asked her that. We're done. Um, I'm going to let her introduce herself because she's amazing and we'll do as you guys have always heard, a much better job than I ever could. Awesome. Thanks, Kat. I am Dusty. I run the Reinvention Co. I'm a business strategist, and we help uh, creators and service providers uh, build platforms. So we do everything from web design to course creation on Kajabi and help them really build like a solid jumping point for their brand. Mm, I love that. Um, you know, we were just chatting a little bit right before we kicked this off, which is why I caught you just the last second in that sentence. And it's, it's going to stay, um, because done is better than not. And I loved what you were sharing as it relates to, you know, the, the kind of the three core focus areas, which is, you know, looking at someone's course, looking at the offer, looking at the branding, kind of this amazing trifecta all aligned in terms of strategy and basically creating this platform which I don't know if people understand, we're not talking about, you know, leveraging Facebook or leveraging LinkedIn or leveraging somebody else's platform, but kind of creating your own microsystem, your microeconomic system. I'm going back to like college econ 101, um, you know, for your business, like, tell me like, why that, like, why would you even want to have your own platform? Oh man, because then you're in full control of the narrative. I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. What I find is that, so over the years, I mean, I started as a copywriter. So like writing is my bread and butter for sure. And then over the years, like it expanded into like an agency situation, which is what I run now. Mm. But what I found over and over and over again was that my clients, like with working with different freelancers or whatever coach of the moment had told them they should do this thing. Mm. Like I'm, I'm not about it. Like there's just no cohesiveness. And like, even if they had, even if they're coming to me with like a solid style guide, they're usually missing some pieces to kind of make it, you know, make it all work together and function in a way that actually makes sense. And I'm not talking about complicated funnels. I'm talking about like the basics. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I love that because that's a lot of what I talk about with my clients is that, you know, they're going off and there's these like shiny object syndromes and it's, you know, this perfect something, um, you know, whether it's a webinar or a funnel or whatever, like you said, latest and greatest thing, but creating this platform, this ecosystem that you're in control of, like owning the contact, owning the narrative um, is so powerful. And, you know, you don't work with, you know, these, you know, Microsofts and these Google brands, mm -hmm. right? Like who are the people that actually benefit the most from trying to create this platform for their business? Well, I personally only work with really rad fucking women. Um, it's a personal preference of mine. Right. Uh, but aside from that in general, uh, general, you must be this cool for us to work right, with right. you. Um, Can't ride the rad if you're not this cool. <laughs> that's basically where we're at. Like my clients now let me put like feminist as fuck across their website and stuff and anti-racism school. Like yes. I love my clients. They are rad. Um, but the people who really stand to gain the most well, especially right now with 2020, I know lots of people's businesses have tanked. Mine has not because so many people who were only working offline before have had to bring their stuff online. Mm. So a really great example actually is somebody who I worked with recently who actually is a Portland-based client. Um, I'm very nearby Portland and I typically don't have a lot of local clientele um, just for whatever reason, except this year. 
and she is a lactation consultant. And she had all of these continuing education workshops that she was running offline before. And even with just an itty bitty list, we started with 400 people on that list. And we were able to engineer a $25,000 pre-launch just because like she had, she had bits and pieces of what she needed. The curriculum was solid. She knew what she was about. She knew what she was teaching. She knew exactly who she was talking to. She really just needed the engine to make it go. Mm. And building the engine is what we do best. Yeah. And I love that because one of the things that you, you talk about too, is the clients that you work with have pieces that are working, right? You're not going in and rebuilding the entire plane, right? You're just going in and it's, you know, what you see is like these small little tweaks that make it all run more effectively, more efficiently, um, which is phenomenal. So what do a lot of people that you see that, you know, maybe they've got a course that's converting and, you know, kind of right. Like it's not doing the thing that they want, or they have an offer again, converting, not really doing the thing that they want. Or, you know, they have a, a brand, maybe they've outgrown a little bit, right? They kind of got talked into something. What's your advice for people who are wanting to tweak? It's, sorry, that's just how the question came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're looking to reposition, like if, if the course is solid already, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people who I know are teaching really solid material, they've been teaching it for 10 years. That's exactly the kind of person I like to work with because they already know that they can get the transformation for their client. Usually it's just the veneer on the front that needs fixed at that point. Like we need to make it a little bit more clear what that transformation is. So spend some time really working your sales page Mm. and then start making sure it's actually getting in front of the right people because lots of times, and this is, I'm saying this because I'm so guilty of this right now. It's really easy to just keep posting it on your personal Facebook profile. And even if you're really good at that and like Kat's really good at this too. So like, you know, (laughs) it's one of those things, but if that's the only way that you're marketing your course, you are missing out like 100%. Absolutely. And I like that a lot because it's about taking the process and re-leveraging it across the platforms at the same time, adding this piece if you guys can't tell that I love is creating that platform for yourself. Right. And so, you know, owning the information, owning the contact, um, because Facebook isn't necessarily the only way to reach people. And a lot of people think that that might be the only thing, the only strategy. So what do you see people like getting stuck in, um, specifically when it looks, when it comes to reaching their audience, right? Because that has a lot to do with branding and positioning and talking about your offer and all that good stuff, right? That helps you convert. Totally. Most people that I see are getting really overwhelmed by the basics because they never signed up to be a marketer. Like they don't like it. They don't want to do any of that shit. Like, and I get it. Like you didn't, you didn't go into business doing whatever cool thing it is you do to have to do marketing. (laughs) And it's just like this like shitty side that you got served that now you're like, well, okay, I guess this is part of the deal. And it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, I have so many people come to me who are like, but Dusty, I hate social media. And I get it. And you don't have to use social media, but you're going to have to learn how to go do something else. Like, that's just kind of the reality of it. Like, if you can, you can choose confusion, you can choose overwhelm, Mm. or you can look at what your options are. And take the thing that looks the gro- like the least gross to you. Take the fry <laughs> that looks the freshest, even if you don't want any fries. 
Right, right. Well, I mean, there's there's a, a certain foundational component of knowing what converts. And that's why I think you love working with people who have a course because there's something there to work with versus being like, all right, like pulling the ingredients off the shelf and being like, we don't have, you know, you're missing like half of the stuff here. Um, so really kind of, you know, creating that that revolution, right, in their in their evolution. I'm just, you know, I'm in here. <laughs> Um, so how did you come to wanting to work with the people that you want to work with as it relates to, you know, creating this agency experience, which not a lot of people are able to pull together? Um, I had been asked so many times by my clients as a copywriter, if they could just put the sales page together for me and, you know, being the ADHD human that I am, I was like, I wonder what that would take. And so I spent a week teaching myself how to do enough web design to be dangerous and started offering it. Mm-hmm. Um, like realistically, it was just such a huge value add for them to not have to work with another freelancer, to not have to work with like another person because managing a bunch of freelancers is exhausting. And frankly, it's a full-time job. And most solopreneurs do not know how to manage a team effectively yet. So by being able to just hire my team, you know, they only interface with me and my project manager. We handle the entire thing from start to finish. If they have concerns, they can bring them straight to us. Mm-hmm. But then they're not being like nickel and dimed for everything. Like we are all inclusive. And that's like, that's the thing that our clients love the most about like Course Created in particular. We do all of it. It's all your web design. It's your logo. It's your copy. It is everything you need in one place to launch effectively. So if you had to like, you know, I know it's kind of like saying, which child do you prefer the most or which fur baby is your favorite, right? But if you had to, <laughs> of the things that you guys help people work on, which do you see, which do you believe is like the most important thing? Like, how would you rank them in terms of order of making sure you've got things running smoothly? Mm. I mean, the first thing is really like, uh, we're in a position now where I'm able to be really picky about who we work with. Mm. And if someone is not ready, and I, if I don't think that their course like has the bones that it needs to be successful with us, I won't work with them. Right. Um, we tend to work with women who like, they have a big why, like they've got a big reason behind what they're doing and why they've been dedicated to it as mm-hmm. long as they have. Mm-hmm. And they really want to make an impact. And if that piece is not there, I won't take them on as a client anymore because it ends up just like, then they waffle. They are not as good at making decisions throughout the process and all of that good stuff. I love that. Um, It's that passion, that commitment, that thing beyond yourself. And you do a lot of work with social justice movements, um, you know, feminism and all that. So what lit that spark in you? Like, was there a story behind, you know, why Dusty's like, yes, women are awesome. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to, you know, feel empowered in this country and in the world. Oh, I mean, you know, besides growing up in the States. <laughs> um, so there are a couple of things. Um, so well, you grew up, the, did you grow up in Portland? Uh, in the area. I grew yeah. up in the suburbs. Yeah. They're a little bit more woke over there. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I grew up in a completely white family with a black sister who grew up without any context for her race mm. until she went to college and minored in black studies. And watching her have to live a completely different life than me. Like we, we are so similar in so many different ways. And the opportunities that we receive are, have been so vastly different. And I mean, it does not matter. She's one of the most brilliant, successful people I know, 
but growing up seeing that and seeing the differences that was important um but the agency now specifically in this form uh i had attempted this model before 4 years ago just prior to trump getting elected and when i came out as really strongly anti trump most of my clientele white ladies network marketers very very pro trump christian mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. dropped me so fast my entire business collapsed and i swore never again so i got I got a, a personal beef at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people do. But I I love what you're sharing as it relates to sharing your values, right? So and and sharing your values with the kind of clients you want to attract. So a lot of people are out there and they're afraid to take a stance because they're afraid of losing clients and that's I mean, each individual's prerogative, right? Like I'm not here to judge like right, but I love that you're sharing your values in a way to attract your people and attract your tribe to say I am here, I am your person and together we can do more than, you know, trying to figure it out on your own and then creating a platform of in and of your own that helps solve a lot of the problems in one place. So, how do you deal with people saying, well, you can't do everything, right? You should pick just one thing and be good at that. What a crack of shit. Like <laughs> it is like i mean are you only good at one thing like are you i doubt it like probably not um uh, realistically i mean i when i started writing it was kind of by accident like it was one of those things i'd always been good at but i never considered as a career mm-hmm. uh, i didn't know that marketing copy like and that like that was even a field right um i refuse to be pigeonholed and like i think that my agency is proof that like while picking a niche is important i will absolutely like my client avatar at this point is so well defined like i turn off people who are not my people so fast that it's amazing because i don't have bad clients anymore like mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. my clients all adore me and i adore all of my clients and all of their amazing pet causes and that is absolutely by design like making sure people are values match for me that is my niche Uh, as far as being able to handle everything in house um i mean they're like you should see my team <laughs> like that's I know really, some that's of you, really i know some of the members to. on your team and they're i mean again it's they're a reflection you're each a reflection of each other in terms of the values that you connect with right so it, this isn't just like side of the mouth talking side of your face whatever that term is mm-hmm. right you're not just talking at your ass basically um you're you're living proof you're consistently posting the things that are aligned to you thereby calling people into you and calling in the support staff that rally around you because they see you as you know not only do they see themselves as advocates but they understand that with working with you it becomes a stronger voice and so pulling in all the different um experiences and and belief systems that support this united value is just um a real accomplishment honestly um it's not it's, something that it's I it's so fun yeah it's i mean it's not well and that's like with anti-racism and all of that coming to the forefront this year like i mean honestly i've been kind of kicking back and be like all right guys fucking jump because like I would like to see anybody else who's got an agency even similar to mine whose team is black, indigenous and queer as fuck. Right? I mean, just rocking it out on all the right levels. Um yeah. so what when someone's looking at, you know, 
I want to achieve a certain goal and I'm not there. I'm not achieving it. And I don't understand what's going on. You know, I'm starting to feel like it's me. What would be your advice to them? Mindset work. And I hate to be that person. (laughs) Um, I used to think that whenever somebody was trying to, you know, show me off my mindset work, that they were just privileged and out of touch and blah, 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 blah. But the more I have really worked on myself, Mm. the easier things have gotten. Um, Until you have your basics in order, until you've dealt with a lot of your trauma, it's going to be really hard to be successful. You, it's, it's difficult to be able to maintain the level of consistency and capacity that being good in business requires if you don't have the support you need. And part of that is mindset. Oh, absolutely. Um, 100%. And it, it is hard to take when, when you're not getting the goal and the things that you're wanting and someone goes, well, you need, you need to work on your mindset. And as a strategist that, you know, like I totally aligned to that. I'm like, then how <laughs> like, right. mindset is this like fluffy thing that I can't really touch and understand, um, and, and doing the internal work. So if they're doing that, if they're, they're aligning to that, then what would be your recommendations, um, as it relates to continuing to grow a platform? I mean, would it be something along the lines of what you're demonstrating, which is really standing loud and standing hard in something that you believe strongly in, or do you have another recommendation? Um, what I do is not for everyone. And I will be the first one to admit that because it requires a lot of visibility and it requires a strong stomach Mm. for like what will come of that because I absolutely get trolled. I absolutely get hate mail. And every time I do, it's like, because that means (laughs) I'm doing it right. Right. Like if people aren't sending you hate mail, you're not, you don't have a strong enough opinion as far as I'm concerned. Um, but kind of in that same vein, like if you don't want to be the face like that, if you don't want to be visible, like there's so many other avenues, like Mm. you can get really great at Pinterest. Like, I think that's a totally underutilized platform for most entrepreneurs right now. It's visual. It doesn't require your face. And frankly, ads are a pittance in comparison to Facebook right now. So like you can pick another platform, you can focus on your SEO and make sure that like. You were the first thing that pops up when your clients are asking the question that only you can answer. Mm. There are lots of options for like making it happen on your terms, but it's really easy, especially if you've been in business for a little bit and everything feels like it's not working to feel like this is the only way to do things. And it's the only way you've ever done things. You really have to try and get curious there. I love that because essentially that you found a strategy that worked for you that aligned to your values, aligned to the way that you like showing up in the world. And that in turn helped you generate more revenues for your, not only for yourself, but also what it sounds like is you help your clients do the same for themselves. Meaning you help them find that mechanism that helps them show up in that powerful way, whether it's Pinterest or Instagram or Facebook or growing your email list, even more, whatever that strategy speaking, right. Whatever that thing is that they align to and really turning up the volume. Um, and then on top of it, I'm just going to go ahead and just keep rolling on top of it. What, you know, you're sharing is, is like tweaking the offer, right? So what's important about, you know, kind of what seemed with the course and the offer and the branding and the email list, right? It really comes down to marketing and messaging. Um, why is it important to really nail those things as it relates to generating more revenues in your business? I mean, if your offer isn't clear, you're never going to get traction. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, I, I remember when I used to work with a lot of like new coaches mm-hmm. and new coaches, God love them. They're so cute. They're so cute and optimistic. You're like, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be called a coach. Do you have something else we could do? Or something? I'm just could a life coach. Me? 
I'm just a I'm life just coach. just a life coach. Looking at another life coach wanting to pitch you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> we need to get focused. You know, we need to get focused on the type of people you work with. Having mm-hmm. a single person to talk to, like, I'm, I'm working on a book right now and my writing coach has just beat me over the head with it over and over and over again. Dusty, you have to pick one person to talk to. And just like every one of my clients, that makes me want to cry inside because it can help so many people, but it doesn't fucking work. If the offer is not specifically directed at one person, mm. it will not convert. And like, and if you're really struggling right now, to get an offer of any kind to convert. I really want to encourage you to go through your sales page and think about the best client you've ever worked with and go rewrite the pieces of it until it matches like what you would actually say to them. Because that's a huge issue. Most people don't actually talk in their voice. They talk like whatever online star that they've been reading too much of lately. Yeah, no, I love that. And and that might be also kind of the key to taking what you've got that is working, right? So if you're generating you know, a certain level of income, the thing that might get you to the 20, 30, 50 K mark, right? Monthly on a monthly basis is looking at, is my offer still speaking to the right person? Because you may have evolved and your ideal client may have evolved, but your marketing is still, you know, outdated and talking to somebody that you might've been working with 10 years ago. Oh man, we just went through this at the reinvention co too. Like I realized why our web design copy wasn't converting like the course mm. created went with because the copy was a couple years old and it was absolutely because of what you just said. We were totally talking to people who were fresher in business and all that. And that's just not who we work with. We, we work with experts in their field and yes. we help them make more money. Like that's what we're really good at. But that right there, like the, this is what we do, a single focused goal. You have multiple ways of helping them achieve that, but your goal, the results that you communicate is singularly focused. Now there's different ways of being able to achieve it. There's different ways of being able to work with you guys and you specifically directly, but the goal, the result is always the same. It's that ability to help them make more money. And then making sure that all of the marketing pieces, because people tend to think that, you know, sales pages are one and done. Once you do it, you can set it and forget it. Or, you know, once you create that one post, you can just put it on a repurpose cycle and then repurpose it for 10 years. Nah, babe. (laughs) Don't we all wish? Like, wouldn't that be cool? That's That's called bro marketing, right? Mm. Where it's the easy button, just do this thing once and you'll never do it again. Now I firmly believe, first of all, I am very anti-bro marketing, but I firmly believe in putting effort into creating ease, right? Where there are things that will align, but you got to go in and make sure everything's running smoothly. This laptop lifestyle is complete BS. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We don't kill things. We don't crush things. We invite people in and talk to them like they're actual people and aren't douches. It turns out it works really well. Yeah. Like, you know, and trying not to take their wallet out of their back pocket when they're walking into a room, you know, that kind of situation. We're going to have to have a whole other show on my favorite bro marketing (laughs) strategies. (laughs) Um, That would be a great episode. Right. I think that's going to have to happen. I'm going to, you know what? It'll be a panel. It'll be a panel of amazing women and some amazing men who align to it and talking about what is wrong with the world of bro marketing. Um, So caveat, like kind of pivoting. Oh my God, I don't want to use that word. Um, Changing course. (laughs) What 
I know you have something that you want to share with the audience and some kind of final words. So tell us what it is that you would like to direct people towards, because uh, the one thing I know about Dusty is she doesn't put crap out. So whatever she's about to share with you guys is something you're going to want to get your hands on. Totally. Um, so, I mean, right now I don't have, like, I should have a really great free lead magnet to offer you guys. Um, I would love to have you on my newsletter when we re-release that. Um, I do have a phenomenal sales page template y'all can find. Like if what I said about your sales pages and like working on that resonates, um, feel free to drop by the reinvention.co. We've also got a great resources tab there if you are just getting started and aren't quite ready to work with us yet. And that'll help you get started and pointed in the right direction. Beautiful. I appreciate you sharing with that, that with us. I will go and grab that um, sales template uh, link and you guys can find that in the show notes to make it easy to get access to it. It's a, it's reinvention.co, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And any final words for people that are looking to go from growing their business to really start to scale their business? Pick the one thing and eliminate all the extras to the best of your ability. The best way to gain traction quickly really is by putting all of your efforts behind the one thing. And it's okay if it's a broad thing. Yeah. Well, and I think the other nugget that you shared that I want to kind of call back in is you also don't have to do it all, right? Like understand what you deliver as a result and where you shine the brightest and then get other people to support you in realizing the vision and the mission. Absolutely. check out reinvention co because they are probably the people to help you do just that. Thanks, Dusty. I really appreciate you you joining us today. Thanks, Kat.